I'm not stupid. It's you that's stupid. But that doesn't stop you, does it? Stop me from what? Stay to be happy about. You're up too old. Job's not finished. Job finished? I don't think so. This is my blues. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am not in danger. Because I'm back down on my own again. I am the danger. This is the blues I'm playing. Yes, it's a fine old thing. Hey, how's it going? Welcome back to the Visions of Victory podcast. This is episode two. I am your host, John Berube. And today, hey, we've got a big day. We're going to be going in depth on a lot of the Night Marcher players. I know you're all excited. I know if you listened to the last episode, you thought you knew a lot of the Night Marcher players. But, you know, the team's different. We had a draft. We had a whole offseason Pretend that first episode never happened, all right? We're going to be back, ready to roll with these new players, and guess what? They're even better. And we're still out here chasing rings, folks, so don't get too worried. But anyway, I wanted to apologize. I know it's been a long time since that first episode. We've been dealing with the Ukraine crisis. As many of you know, if you follow our social media, we've been doing our best to support the people of Ukraine in this conflict with Russia and the rest of the SSL has done a great job every other team I know the Calgary Clouds have contributed the Colorado Springs Mountaineers every team in the SSL has really come together and it shows why this is one of the best professional sports leagues in the world really so I'm really proud of our team I'm really proud of our league but I do want to apologize for the uh, time that it took to kind of deal with that we're still dealing with it obviously but we're going to try to get back to this regular podcasting try to put out content for you guys i know you guys are content starved and i know all you fans out there want to know more about the team want to know more about these players one more announcement i'd like to make before we begin and it's one that i'm personally really excited to announce is that we have a team sponsor all right bet harbor is going to be sponsoring the team moving forwards so starting next podcast episode the podcast is going to be sponsored by Bet Harbor. Our stadium is actually going to be sponsored by Bet Harbor. We're going to be playing in the Bet Harbor Arena from now on. And I'm really excited. The rest of the organization is really excited, and you should too. We've got some community outreach events planned. We've got a lot of cool stuff. So more information will be revealed in upcoming episodes. Actually, next episode, we're going to be doing a deep dive into Bet Harbor what they're going to be doing for us, how they're going to be helping you out. So look forward to that. And anyways, without further ado, let's get into the new Honolulu Night Marchers team. All right, so I'm going to introduce the starting lineup one by one, and then we'll go through some of their character traits, why you might like them. We'll go through the bench and give you as much information as you need. Most of you guys are going to know a lot of these players because you followed the draft, because you followed professional basketball in the past. But it's going to be exciting just to, you know, hear their names again, hear why we value them on the Night Marchers. I'd like to just introduce our point guard, Anthony Coleman. He's 28 years old, played college basketball at Providence. He bounced around the NBA for a while, played for the Miami Heat, played for the Lakers. And then he went over, played in Spain for a while. And he's an enthusiastic guy, man. He's, think Patrick Beverly, all right? He's 
He's a tough guy to play against. He's going to be getting in your face, and he's a great locker room guy. But if you're playing against him, you're not going to have a good night. All right. So we're really excited to have him here. He's going to be wearing number nine for us. So think Luol Deng. Think Dwayne Wade that year that he was on the Cavs. You know, he's walking in the footsteps of legends here. At shooting guard, we've got Kyle Wood. He's 26, played college basketball at Minnesota. And He's a great player, man, and guess what? He knows he's a great player, all right? He's going to go out there on the court, and he's going to prove to you why he's one of the better players in the Shooting Stars League and why he's a starter on the Honolulu Night Marchers, which I would argue is the best team in the Shooting Stars League. So Kyle Wood's going to go out there. He's going to make plays, and he might turn the ball over a couple times. i got to be honest with you. He does have a little bit of a turnover problem. He's been working on that all offseason. Our coaches have been working with him. And guess what? This season, I don't think he's going to be turning the ball over as much. He's a great player, and we're excited to have him. He's going to be wearing number 15 for us, so think Carmelo Anthony on the Nuggets, all right? You can't get much better than that, i got to be honest with you. And he kind of embodies that confidence that Melo had, especially on the Nuggets. Next up at the small forward position, we've got John Bell, all right? This guy's only 23 years old. He played college basketball here in Hawaii. He's a local guy, and we're excited to have him because guess what? He's the best player in the Shooting Stars League. That's right. All right, this kid's 23, and he's the best player in the league. He's going places. He's going to get that max contract. He's really just an all-around great player. All right, he's a two-way player. He can lock you up on the defensive end of the court, and then he can go put in buckets. All right, he's a great player. And the only thing that I would say about him is he's a little bit hesitant, all right? He sometimes has trouble making decisions. He's only 23, though. He's going to work that out. He's got another 10, 15 years left in his career. And we're excited to have him, and we hope he stays with us for as long as he wants to because guess what? We'll have him. He wears number 11, so think Clay Thompson. All right, he kind of does have that two-way player ability that Clay has. And I could see him playing in the NBA on a similar level to Clay in the future. As I mentioned, he's a Hawaii local. He grew up surfing. He's got incredible balance. You know, he's an outdoorsman and he's going to be really involved in the community. So really just an all around great player. He's a franchise player and we're excited to build around him. At the power forward position, we've got Max Oriola. All right. Pronounce that right. Max Oriola. And I know a lot of you guys are going to be getting jerseys from Max Oriola. He's 30 years old. He wears number 34. Hmm. I'm trying to think of players who wore number 34. I believe Charles Barkley wore number 34. And, hmm. Oh, yeah. Giannis Attentacupo wears number 34, fellas. I'm not trying to equate jersey numbers with success, but Max Oriola is a great player. He's starting on the Honolulu Night Marchers. Enough said. All right. He's a, he's a great guy. He's a locker room guy. He's not afraid to make decisions, and usually he makes the right decision, all right? Sometimes he's been talking to our sports psychiatrist because he does have difficulty, you know, coming to terms with his position on the team. He's a leader. Uh, he kind of has anxiety about that, but he's a great player, and we're excited to have him here. So when you see him at the games, cheer him on. As I mentioned, he's 30 years old. He played in the NBA for a couple years. He's played overseas for most of his career. And he's excited to be here in Hawaii. Obviously, it's a great state, great weather. 
and Max is just going to be a great player for us for the rest of his career. Starting at center for us is Ty Buckman. All right, and he's standing at seven foot three. You heard me right, folks. He's standing at seven foot three, and he's also wearing number three. You're going to have to talk to our equipment manager about why he chose the number three and why he was allowed to choose the number three, but you know what? I'm rocking with it. I know most of you guys are. He's 26 years old. He played college basketball at Purdue. And he's just one of those guys, he's a level-headed guy. He's going to go out there and he's going to contribute night after night. He's kind of a DeAndre Ayton type player, all right? He's probably not going to be a number one, at least this year. Obviously, we have John Bell. But he's going to go out there, he's going to do his job, and he's going to succeed. And he might never be one of the best players in the Shooting Stars League. But I'll tell you right now, he's the second best player on the Honolulu Night Marchers. And despite the fact that most people kind of find him a little bit boring... He does his job, and that's what we need him to do. And that's the starting lineup, folks. All right, we got Anthony Coleman at the one. We've got Kyle Wood at the two. We've got John Bell at the three. Max Oriola at the four. And Ty Buckman at the five. This is the lineup we're going to be rolling out. And I'm really excited for it. I know you guys are. I saw all your social media reactions. And guess what? We've got some great players on the bench, too. Don't forget about these guys. These guys are the role players. You don't win championships without a strong bench, and that's what we're about to dive into. All right, so coming off the bench, sixth man, arguably the sixth man of the year, is Sam Bradshaw. He's 23 years old, played basketball at Arizona, and he's going to put his heart on the line. All right, blood, sweat, and tears. That this guy's motto. He works hard for everything he's got, and... You know what? He might not be happy that he's not in the starting lineup, but we're happy he's here. He's in a contract year, so hopefully he's going to be making money in the offseason. I hope the organization keeps him around. And guess what? He deserves every penny. He might be the hardest worker on the team. And you know what? He deserves to be in the starting lineup. You didn't hear it from me, folks. Please don't tell my boss. I might not be hosting the next podcast if he finds out. But you know what? I said what I said, and I meant what I said. All right, let's talk about our next player, Stanton Roberts. Yeah, Stanton Roberts. That's a fancy name for a fancy guy. And guess what? He's one of the most skilled players on the team. You know, a lot of people like to say Kyrie Irving is one of the most skilled basketball players on the planet. One of the most skilled basketball players of all time. I would argue that Stanton Roberts is right up there, all right? The rest of the team calls him Neo because of his absurd balance. Just... He's out there floating around almost on the court. It looks like he's on a hoverboard, guys. You guys are going to see this in the game, all right? This is his first season with us, and I'm excited to see what he can do. He's a shooting guard, but he can play the point guard position. He can dabble with the small forward position. Really, he just figures out what to do. He's a smart, smart guy. He went to UCLA. He was a walk-on at UCLA, actually, so he didn't earn that scholarship. He fought for it. And he was in those classes at UCLA, all right? He wasn't getting all those people taking his tests for him. He was doing it. And UCLA is a good school, folks. And Stanton Roberts, fancy name, smart guy, fancy player. That's all I got to say. Tomas Galdikas, all right? He's our next player on the bench, 22 years old. He's coming over here from Italy. You heard that right, Italy. And we're excited to have him. I got to tell you, Kobe Bryant, you know, he studied basketball in Italy. Is that, I mean, I feel like that's all I have to say. 
No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Tomas is a great guy. People really like him. He picked up the game really quickly, all right? He didn't start playing basketball until he was 18, just four years ago. He's already playing professional, guys. He's a great player. Sometimes he's going to make the wrong decision. Sometimes he's going to go out at night, hit the clubs, you know, the day before a game. But he's a great player. He's only going to get better. And he's got this intuition. I'll tell you, it's unlike anything I've ever seen before. He steps on the court and he knows exactly what to do. He's going to be really exciting to watch. I know a lot of people are going to be getting that Tomas Galdikas jersey. I have one, right? I'm wearing one as I'm podcasting this, all right? Torion Anderson is the next guy we've got. He went to St. John's, and he's 28 years old, wearing number 22. He's a great player. He's a locker room leader because of how dedicated he is to his craft, all right? All the players understand it. He gets quiet sometimes because he gets so in his head. He wants so badly to be successful that, you know, sometimes he his mood is down, but obviously he's a dedicated guy everyone in the locker room can see that and everyone in the locker room respects him for that all right he's a likable guy and i'm excited all right he's one of my friends on the team honestly i know i'm just the media guy i'm just the podcaster i know i'm not really supposed to be that close with a lot of the players but i'll tell you torian anderson is one of my good friends he's a great guy and he, i know he's a great teammate Alvin Moten is the next guy here. He played in Spain, coming over from Spain. Yup, he speaks Spanish, folks. He doesn't speak much English, and that's exciting. I like it. I took Spanish in high school. I took Spanish in college, but I don't remember much of the language, as most of you probably can agree. So it's nice to have a guy that speaks Spanish in the locker room. You know, I try to talk to him. I say, hola, como estas? And... You know, he hits me with the Kavorka, if you know what that is. Uh, he's not very happy with my broken Spanish. But you know what? He's a popular guy in the locker room because he's a funny guy. He's a likable guy. He's 26 years old. And he's got an unbelievable story, all right? He grew up in extreme poverty. And you know what? I don't want to be the one to tell a story for him. But let's just say he had a difficult upbringing. And he's a bit insecure about it, so obviously keep this out of the press i don't want a lot of people hearing this but i really enjoy being around him obviously speaking spanish with him i'm working on my language skills and the rest of the team loves him as well he's kind of a darren waller type figure in the locker room you know everyone loves him and he's also a leader you know he's had that life experience he's gone through a lot and he has the ability to teach and he's a great teacher and a great basketball player Victorio Lopez is our next guy. He's 28 years old. He played basketball in Puerto Rico. And fun fact, Milton Crumstead. You recognize that name? I hope you do because he's our team owner. Milton Crumstead was in Puerto Rico last year on his family trip. And he saw a guy playing basketball on the beach. He said, this is a tall guy. I mean, he looks like a good athlete. I'm going to sign him because Victorio Lopez was putting up buckets. And I got to tell you, he's a relaxed guy. As I said, he was playing basketball on the beach. He's used to that beach lifestyle. He sometimes, you know, gets a little too relaxed on the court, might make a couple mistakes, might not make the right decision, but he's a great player. We're excited to have him. He brings that beach classic lifestyle to our locker room. He brings relaxation after a win, after a loss. He really helps the team stay level, stay calm, no matter what the situation is. And now... Without further ado, I'd like to introduce our two draft picks for this year. 
All right, these are developmental picks. Obviously, we're one of the better teams in the Shooting Stars League, so we did not have high picks. But these are great players. I don't want to diminish their talents at all. These are great players. And in a couple of years, these guys are going to be stars. So I'd like to introduce 21-year-old Mike Snyder. He's a point guard, played basketball at UC Riverside. And, I mean, he's going to just be a go-to guy as soon as he starts playing. All right, he's going to follow in the footsteps of Anthony Coleman. He's going to follow in the footsteps of Kyle Wood. He's learning the small forward position just in case he needs to play it if John Bell goes down. But Mike Snyder, he's a great player, only 21, and he's got potential to be great in this league. And guess what? He's obsessed with his craft. He's obsessed with really about anything. He was diagnosed with OCD, I have to be honest. We've got a chessboard in the locker room. I'm going to tell a little story. We've got a chessboard in the locker room, and Mike Snyder spent eight hours playing chess. Who was he playing chess with, you might ask? Nobody. He was playing chess against himself. That's how obsessed this guy is. UC Riverside might not be as well known as UCLA, but it is a great school, and Mike Snyder is a smart guy, and he's going to be a great fit on this team. And last, but obviously not least, is 20-year-old Michael Ray, our second-round pick. Guess where he went to college, folks? I've mentioned a lot of the smart guys in our team. Michael Ray went to Harvard. Now, I don't want to say, you know, Harvard automatically means you're a genius, but I'm going to say it. Harvard automatically means you're a genius. This guy is so smart, but you know what? He's not going to be the one to tell you, so I'm going to have to tell you. He doesn't like showing off. He's a great basketball player. He's a smart guy. He really could have probably done anything in his life. He could have been a businessman. He could have designed computers. He could have started up Facebook. Not that you know that would have been good. I probably would have liked him a little bit less if he had started Facebook, but He's a great player, and he might not be the most exciting, he might not be the quickest, he might not be the flashiest, but you don't always need that. What we need to do is win games, and Michael Ray is going to help us win games, I promise you. Wearing number six. You know who wore number six for a while? LeBron James. Yeah, Michael Ray could be that guy. He's going to be one of the best players in the Shooting Stars League. I know, it may not seem like it right now. But this guy is so good, and the only reason people don't realize it is because he doesn't talk about it. He's not that kind of guy. He's not that flashy guy. He's not going to go out there and post on his social media feeds all of his off-season workouts. He's not going to talk about all the supplements he's taking. He's not going to talk about how good he is. But you know what? He's going to let his play do the talking. And in a couple of years when he's winning MVPs and when he's first team all SSL, yeah, then you guys are going to remember this podcast. At least, I hope you will. But that's going to be the team for this year. I know you guys are excited. Listen, I was filming this podcast, and I can't lie. I mean, I'm so excited for this team. I think this might be the most talented roster in the league, period, hands down. I think we're going to blow out every team we play. I want to apologize to the Frisco team. I want to apologize to all these other teams that I'm talking to, but... I mean, the Grays Lake Railcats, you guys are great. You guys have good teams, but you cannot compete with us, all right? We've got a mix of talent that no one has seen in the SSL before. We've got a mix of personalities that will fit perfectly together. I just am so proud of our GM. Our coach, Eddie Thomas, has done a great job already, and the season hasn't even started, all right? And I'm looking forward to the playoffs because, listen, I know that these fans in Hawaii are excited because we have not had a professional sports team here in decades. 
And you know what? It's time. It's time for winning. It's time for this island to win. And it's time for us to be proud of a professional sports team that's ours. So everyone rally. I want to see you at the Bet Harbor Arena next week for our first game. And I want you guys wearing jerseys. I want you guys carrying your staffs. They're sold in our team shop. They're sold online. And guess what? We're going to be doing a lot of events throughout the season. We're going to be doing a lot of cool stuff with Bet Harbor, a lot of the artists on the island. And I want this to be a community-based team, all right? I've been doing a lot of work with the Minnesota Aurora Football Club. It's a women's soccer club based out of Minneapolis. And they're community-based. And you know what? It's worked really well for them. And we're going to be taking their lead. So we want community feedback. We want you guys to tell us what you like about the team, what you don't like, and what you want to see moving forward. Because that's how we become the most successful team. All right, This is a community-based operation. Obviously, our mission statement heavily involves our community outreach and our interaction with the community. So please... Let us know. Let me know how I can be better at a podcast. But that's all for now. Obviously, thank you all for listening. This was pretty long. Next episode, who knows? Maybe we'll push it even longer because guess what? This is the Visions of Victory podcast where every episode will be a little bit longer, a little bit better, and the visions will be a little bit brighter. Could this be better?